Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Love Song Podcast. This is your host, Song of Song Kim Coaching. If you are new here, a little bit about me. I am a self-love guide and relationship coach, and I've created this podcast so that I can deliver weekly content to you to help you improve your relationship with yourself and with others. Because I am a firm believer that the quality of our relationships define the quality of our life. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. And thank you so much to those of you, you know who you are, who have reached out to me and shared your stories and your encouraging words of support with me. So much love right back at you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting me on this new journey. I never thought that I would start a podcast, but here we are. (laughs) And yeah, I'm just so grateful. And if you haven't already, I would appreciate it if you guys could just take a moment to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be updated on the next one. And if you feel called to, to like and share this episode with anyone you think might benefit from my positive message. Today, I'm going to be asking you or sharing with you four very important questions you should ask yourself regarding love relationships. These questions are going to be really great for you to reflect on and perhaps even journal on, whether you're single or connected. So maybe you are single and you have been thinking about being ready to get ready for a relationship. Maybe you would like to know more about what you're looking for and what your role is and what your partner, future partner's role is is in a relationship. Maybe you're someone who just hasn't been in a relationship in a really long time and you don't even know why you should be in a relationship and you would like to know. Or maybe you're somebody who is in a, currently in a connection, but for whatever reason, you have been reflecting and reassessing um, your current relationship, which is, by the way, perfectly normal and very healthy to do, in my opinion. And I hope this isn't the case. But maybe you are somebody who is in a situationship or you are in a relationship that hasn't been feeling good to you and you're at this point, you're just throwing up your hands and being like, well, what gives? What am I doing wrong here? Why do I keep on attracting the same unhealthy relationship patterns and partners? Like what is going on? What am I missing? So By asking yourself these four questions, this might be really helpful for you. So without further ado, here are the four questions. Number one, do you genuinely love being in your own company? Number two, do you accept your true self? Number three, can you trust yourself to remain true to yourself in a relationship? And number four, does this relationship nurture your growth and your partner's growth? Let's start with number one. Do you genuinely love being in your own company? Or do you find it hard to spend time alone with yourself with no distractions? Do you find yourself making sure that your schedule is 
filled and busy because the thought of spending time alone is actually quite difficult and hard for you because it really feels lonely. Are you somebody, even after a relationship has ended or you have, I don't know, like you're, we're in a situationship, you immediately jump back into dating because you just, you, you just feel the need to be with someone. Or are you someone who genuinely loves spending time with yourself and doing the things that you love? Are you scheduling time for yourself to ensure that you have time to spend with yourself and doing those things that you love, whether it be gardening or cooking or taking a yoga class, whatever it is, do you love being in your own company? But if you have a hard time spending time by yourself because you have difficult emotions come up for you, like loneliness, like extreme loneliness and extreme isolation, um, a sense of FOMO, like you're always like, feeling that that looming feeling of FOMO that everyone else is out there living their best lives except for you and everyone else is hitched and everyone else is in love except for me I'm running out of time oh my god right that is not somebody who genuinely loves being in their own company that is someone who is looking outside of themselves for a sense of fulfillment and joy And at the root of this is codependency. Now, I'm not going to use the term codependency to villainize it or to demonize it in any way. Codependency is something that many, many of us struggle with. I can't recall the source, so don't quote me on this, but... I think it's been reported that something like 90% of the adult population have identified themselves to be codependent. So everybody has codependent tendencies to some extent, okay? So don't feel so bad. But here's the thing. It's not that it's, it's bad to have codependent tendencies, right? But when you are not addressing your codependency and why you are codependent, then it's probably not a good idea for you to just jump into dating or find any way possible to distract yourself away from the relationship wounds causing this codependency. Because a truly healthy relationship is interdependent, not codependent. And if you are not familiar with the difference between the two, it's something like this. Codependency is not based on the equal partnership between two people, right? It is when one person's needs is put above the other. And that can oscillate between the two people involved in this codependent relationship. And also at the root of codependency is control as well. So at its core, codependent relationships are unhealthy and not balanced. And so at some point, the people involved in this connection are going to feel the stress of that imbalance. And it can lead to things like resentment or feeling distant or or a lack of intimacy. So 
codependent relationships um, are bound to fail if it continues on to be to go unaddressed. But in an interdependent relationship, both of the people involved in that relationship are required to operate autonomously while still relying on each other for certain relationship needs. Okay, so it's it's very different. So in a healthy interdependent relationship, you have two people who are, you know, genuinely connected. They feel they have a deep bond. They um, are intimate with one another, right? But they're still very able to make their own decisions and respect when their partner is making a different decision from them. If you are someone who does not enjoy being in your own company, right? What do you do? What can you do about that? What can you do with all this loneliness that you're feeling? The FOMO, the isolation, the anxiety of not being connected or externally validated. What can you do about that? Well, that brings us to the next question. You can ask yourself, well, do I accept myself? Let me, let me specify that actually. Do I accept my true self? This is a seemingly simple question that is actually quite loaded and very complex. Because now we have to think about, well, what is the truth self? Who is your true self? Your true self is not the version of you that is sugar-coated. Your true self is just you in its rawest form. And it's going to include those quirks of yours, the things that make you tick, the little strange things that you do, and even your flaws, right? Some of the things that you may need to work on. Maybe you struggle with anger. Maybe you struggle with insecurity or jealousy, whatever it is. All of those little things that you have been told are undesirable, unlikable, unwanted, right? All of those things are a part of your true self. And until you have looked at that, looked at who you are, like really like in an honest way, you have looked at your true self and you have acknowledged and accepted that this is who you are. It is going to be really, really hard for you to enjoy being in your own company. This doesn't mean that you have to love these more negative aspects of you. Loving yourself, that's a whole other story and that's a lifelong practice, but you don't have to love yourself yet to accept yourself, your true self, okay? Now, accepting your true self also can mean really positive things like Maybe there are like certain passions and hobbies that you have that you were told were useless or would get you nowhere in life or were embarrassing. You know, even accepting those really positive aspects of yourself that have been labeled as shameful by someone in the past, right? That's also accepting your true self. That's you in your most authentic form, okay? But in order for us to accept our true selves, it requires us to have deep introspection and this takes time. 
And sometimes, most of the time, it requires the help of somebody else. This is where therapists come in or certain teachers or mentors or relationship coaches, for example, like me, where they can help you, they can help guide you to, to looking at those parts of yourself that have been deeply, deeply tucked away and repressed. Did you know that the majority, over half, and I think it's like something along the lines of like 85 to 90% of all the decisions that we make, right? All the thoughts that we have are stored in the subconscious mind. We're not conscious of them. They're stored away in our subconscious. And so a lot of our behaviors, right? AKA choosing a certain partner, making a decision to go out on a night when you're feeling extremely tired, but you do so anyway because you can't say no, right? Those kinds of decisions are influenced by what is stored in your subconscious mind. But until you have spent time down there and have taken a hard, honest look at what is going on with you and your inner child, it's going to be very difficult for you to even be able to know who you're accepting. So this is why things like meditation, inner child work, calming down your nervous system, and spending time with your little inner child can be really, really powerful and helpful in helping you understand who you really are. Because also, learning to accept yourself also means learning to accept what has hurt you or what is hurting you. And being able to acknowledge that you are hurting because of this person or this thing that had happened without, without casting any blame on yourself. So this is really, like I said, this is a pretty loaded question. Do you accept your true self? Do you accept the parts of you that are still struggling? Do you still accept the parts of you that have codependent tendencies? Are you aware of them? And are you able to give yourself kindness? Even if you are not where you think you should be. This is really important. Because this act of learning to accept yourself requires a lot of of lessons and self-trust. And this is what self-trust is, guys. Self-trust is nothing more than acting in your best interest. But let's say that you're having a particularly hard day and you were procrastinating or you did something that you think you shouldn't have done or you... (laughs) texted that guy back who is emotionally unavailable or whatever it is and you're just like giving yourself such a hard time about it and you just feel horrible you're like why did you do that what's wrong with you if that is your inner self-talk that is not you accepting yourself but if you act in your best interest meaning you don't shame yourself 
you don't criticize yourself and you're like wait 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 okay i'm showing up you're feeling bad right now you're feeling this way right now where is it coming from let's talk what's up that's showing up for yourself that's practicing presence with yourself that is acting in your best interest because here's the thing i would expect that from my best friend she gives me space when i need she loves me you know unconditionally and even when i am not displaying my best self this person still accepts me and she has always acted in my best interest and this is why i trust her and this is why i've learned to accept her into my life and the likewise with you it's the same thing do you accept yourself and as you do this as you learn this beautiful discipline of self acceptance what you will find is that you will be inadvertently be healing yourself and this is building that bridge between who you have become and the person who was hurt in the past and this bridge is called self trust and it is when we trust ourselves which brings us to the next question that we can again right when i trust myself we're acting in our best interest can you trust yourself can you trust yourself to remain true to yourself in a relationship and if you have done that you've done the work to accept yourself build that bridge between you and your inner child and your inner being and you have built that self trust then yes you can you can trust yourself to remain true to yourself if you have done the work i am working with individuals who are in very difficult sticky situationships or relationships and they have a hard time walking away and they're so confused and a lot of times what i hear is well i just love this person so much and they're good to me they have done this for me but they're not happy My general rule of thumb of experiencing fulfilling relationships is this. Is does it feel good to you? Do you feel good in the presence of this person? And feeling good is very subjective by the way, right? So it could mean that you feel safe and elated and playful, whatever it is. Does it feel good to you to be with this person? I'm not talking about the feel goods that come from chemical explosions in your body with oxytocin and dopamine and stuff like that. I mean, do you genuinely enjoy being in the presence of the person? Does this person feel make you feel at peace? Does this person make you feel safe? Allow you to show up as your true self? But like I said, a lot of times people are in relationships where they're not completely fulfilled and yet they stay. And what ends up happening is over a course of months or years or a decade even there kind there finally comes a point when there finally comes a breaking point where the where they're like I am just so miserable and it will manifest in different ways right 
negative emotions that are not addressed will be manifested in the body at some point. So they'll be dealing with headaches and anxiety and depression and lack of appetite or over appetite, whatever it is, they're not happy. And so it really takes a lot for them to walk away because they didn't trust themselves enough to walk away in the first place. You see, when you trust yourself, you will always know when to walk away. When you trust yourself, you will know when to not let that good one go. When you trust yourself, you will know when you need to take time for yourself in a relationship because you need to go restore and you'll meet your own needs. And because you're someone who trusts themselves and their internal processes and you're meeting your own needs and taking ownership of your life, you're not going to be a partner who's going to be projecting your dissatisfaction onto your partner. And this is why trusting yourself is essential for having a fulfilling, happy, and healthy relationship. Now we're down to the last question. And this is a really great question for you, especially if you are currently in a relationship. And also, if you are looking for a relationship, the question was, does this relationship nurture my growth and my partner's growth? On a very deep level, love relationships are there to help us grow on a deep soul level. And without that sense of growth, it is really impossible to feel true fulfillment in a relationship. Now, you can have a relationship where you are not growing, you're remaining stagnant, hey, to each their own. But let's say that you are romantic like me and you're looking for something that is just illuminating. It makes your heart feel good. It makes you feel truly alive because relationships, although they have a very practical purpose for us. There is also a really real and divine reason for relationships. Relationships are some of the most powerful, powerful training fields of understanding and learning about divine higher love. It is what literally transforms and evolves our consciousness is love. It is because of these love relationships that we are able to change for the better and go deeper within ourselves and ask ourselves, what parts of me do I need to look at so that I can thrive and heal and show up fully for this person that I love so much? Relationships require growth. Otherwise, like I said, they aren't going to be fulfilling. And at some point, you may find yourself thinking back on that relationship and being like, why am I here? What am I doing? I have devoted so many time, so many years of my life to this relationship, but for what? Relationships require growth. 
because there is indeed a divine purpose for relationships just for you. So as a recap, do you genuinely love being in your own company? Do you accept your true self? Do you trust yourself to remain true to yourself in a relationship? Does this relationship nurture your growth and your partner's growth? I'm really curious to know what comes up for you and whatever it is, even if it is hard to look at, I guarantee you reflecting on these questions will give you so much clarity. The clarity that you need to have truly soulful, beautiful, healthy, happy relationships. Have a great week. Love, Song.